Welcome to the Puppet Parent Podcast. In this episode, we talk about a birthday ropes course adventure, poor John's moments of fear, how to stop misinformation, and Z's ultra special announcements. It's all coming up next on the Puppet Parent Podcast. All right, I am Chad. I'm Z. Together, we're the Puppet Parent Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is episode 23. Wow. 23. Amazing. Yeah, we just keep the, the Sundays just Cranking keep coming. Them out. Yep. Time marches on. And here <laughs> we are. This is our first. So we have a lot of things, important things to talk about, um, including our first ever, for the longest time, date. We had a date. We did have a date. It wasn't like Today. a work. It wasn't a work date. It was so it was, fun. We had a date where we just focused on us and didn't just worry about the world. Chad. That's right. Just and, me and Chad out. we're going to talk about um, what's happening in, in in our in our business side. So the puppet part of the podcast. And we have a special announcement. So you guys, you have to stay tuned and share, share, share because we have news. You might as well just do it now. No, no. we've got to wait a little bit. Oh, we've got to okay. wait a little bit. People right. are going to tune in. You know, we got to get the viewership up a little, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh-huh. you know, you can't you can't just give it away at the beginning. It's like when I saw the band Sponge a few years ago. You and saw they, Sponge. I did. And and everyone was like, plowed, plowed. And, they, and the guy was like, just wait. You know, there needs to be some foreplay before the song. And oh. we were all like, yeah, foreplay, okay. Except for the dudes in the back were going, plowed, plowed. <laughs> so there wow. will be a special announcement, and we are going to make it, and you guys are going to be so excited because I'm so excited, and it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. A, lot, a lot of change happening. I mean, fall fall isn't even here. We got a month before fall is happening, but there's a lot of change happening because it's Labor Day weekend. We all know what that means, but wearing white, you know, and fashion from advice from the 50s <laughs> that turned into weird urban legends about what you can and can't wear. All I know is that it's September and there's a crisp feeling in the air and I have seen apples on trees. Yeah, like crab apples everywhere. Yeah, like there's there are definitely like apple trees that people that just grow out here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that didn't happen in Leroy and I'm probably totally wrong about that. But out here, like there's just apple trees. Just like random apple trees. You know, you lived in the in a tiny town, but you were in like, on like pretty close to Main Street and village. in your hometown. I lived in village. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't like. So if there's not apple trees on the street, where are you gonna see them? I don't know. I feel like my friend Sarah um, had apple trees maybe in her backyard, but mm. they were a menace because um, menace. they would just squish and like cause lots of bees and stink. Mm. Apple stink. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the apples would fall from the tree onto the ground. Yes. No one would collect them and right. they would just rot. That's right. Okay. And yes. then the bees would get all drunk on rotten apple yes. gin. That's right. Yes. I don't think Sarah's watching, but oh. yeah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah Campbell. Oh, wow. My friend from down the street. Cool. Yes. From down the way. Oh, it's been such an exciting couple of weeks. We went on a, our date today. Do you guys want to know what we did? We um, went on a ropes course in Ellicottville at this ski slope. And it was so cool. It was really, really cool and, like, kind of exhausting. Like, it was more physical labor than I thought it was going to be. But also, I'm totally out of shape. I mean, let's be real. Like, we walked up the mountain to get to the thing, and I was like, God, <laughs> Chad, I don't know if I can handle the herbs <laughs> course. Mm-hmm. But it was super fun, super fun. Yeah, I loved yeah. all the clicking on and clicking off, and, like, I've never done a zip line before, and that was awesome. And once you get it up there, there's no turning back. You also, it's like... You got to be all in. Yeah, so we, so it was a gift. The going was a gift from my dad. Uh, to celebrate both of our birthdays. His parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our birthdays. Yeah. My birthday's in August and Chad's is in October. That's right. So let's let's celebrate them in between, right? That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It maybe was we super just thoughtful do, and nice. Maybe, maybe we, that, that should always happen, you know? Co-birthday. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to be the center of attention on my birthday. I just want to, you know, but, but if there's like more people celebrating, then, you know. See, like I, I'm, I, I kind of want to, like at a party, like I just want to be on like the periphery, 
you know, like I just want to be hanging out and I don't want people to, to look at me or point or, or expect things, you know what I mean? And I definitely don't want like the expectations, if I don't meet them for people to be upset because that was like all of my childhood and mm. going into my twenties. Um, so as an Ula, I, I want to avoid that. So maybe we could co-birthday. In like, the future. Yeah, like co-birthday. Like, I like that idea, you know? It's like, it's not just your day, it's somebody else. But since we're not kids anymore, like, hopefully we can, you know, behave in a way that's like, that's okay, because it's not just your day. Like, maybe if people feel like I feel like a little anxious around their birthdays, maybe we could just get together and be like a super team. Or just people in general could think a, l- a little bit less about expectations when they come to birthdays. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Alyssa. I know I know that Alyssa Honeycuts would want to be the center of attention on her birthday. <laughs> well, I will tell that, you. Maybe that's just the person. That's just maybe the person that she is. I will tell you that I think one of the reasons, and Alyssa, you can, um, people watching, you're, you're probably like, who's Alyssa? Because this woman named Missy Brodsky just posted. But she also, she goes by a multitude of amazing names. And we call her Alyssa. And so, um, yeah, I think that the thing that sealed the deal for my friendship with Alyssa Honeycutt was attending her 40th birthday party because I didn't know anybody there (laughs) except for Alyssa. But I always say, if you invite me to a party, I will most likely come and I will say yes and I'll show up. (laughs) And so I I came and it was karaoke and everybody was amazing singers and I was a little in over my head, but I... I, you know, threw my hat in and had fun, and she was marrying, wearing the most beautiful blue dress with this red um, ribbon belt sash thing. Oh, I love that dress, Alyssa. It was so great. Yes. So, and then we've been so, such good friends ever that's since. That's so nice. So you yes. had a really good, I, I would have felt really in, in, maybe intimidated going to a singer's karaoke party with a bunch of other amazing singers. You know, like like if I'm gonna do karaoke, it's got to be silly because if I try for real and fail, it's always like, uh, oh, it was just fun. Know? I don't know, it was just really really fun. You know mm. what? I think I have a, a dream that when I get to see Alyssa again in person in LA, because w- I'm gonna try and visit once this is all over, because mm-hmm. I miss her dearly. Um, that we should do karaoke, me and Alyssa. What's your favorite? Um, what's your go-to and chat out there, uh, Alyssa? Also. Um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Because everybody has one, at least one, or maybe like a variety of, because sometimes a karaoke machine doesn't have certain decades. So you got to have like a few. I think I need to actually have a karaoke song. I think that's my problem is that I don't have a go-to karaoke song. Oh. And then I'm always overwhelmed by choice. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. because then I'll be like, well, what are my so- the songs I like to sing? Oh, actually, you know, truth, I actually don't know all of the parts of that song. And then I'll... Uh, well, well, well they, do, they do show you the lyrics. I know, but then sometimes <laughs> I just, I, you know, I get in my own head about it. And then I, you know, I want it to be good, yeah. which is silly. No, so, everybody wants to be. And, and it's you're performing, right? There's an audience. You know, and uh, no, it's definitely a performance, and it's it's almost like actor's nightmare or singer's nightmare, where it's like, oh, I don't know this song. All right, we're just gonna stumble through it. Eee. Alyssa says hers is Heartbreaker. Nice. Oh yeah, brand new roller skates. Oh, brand new key. Yeah, brand new key. I do love Melanie. Melanie Safka, all the Melanie Safka songs. That's love awesome. all those. Yeah. What have they done to my song? Love that one. Oh yes. Yes. That's a nice easy one. I feel like any hair metal is my go-to because <laughs> hair hair metal you can kind of fake as long. Like like uh, the first time I did the uh, the number of the beast at a karaoke party, uh, like I had never heard it before in my life. But if you can do an '80s hair metal voice, yeah, that you know, then it's it's it, which is just of the beast. no, it's no, it's like <laughs> the number of the beast. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it's it's super silly, and they're singing about uh, the devil, <laughs> but it's you know, it's in this glamorous, silly, over the top way that's like everybody's having fun it's not a sad song it's silly and yeah the first time i ever did that i was like okay all right the next time i do this i'm gonna i'm gonna nail it for sure because i was like okay i see what you're putting down there song okay cool I'm also a big Patsy Cline fan. I love Patsy Cline songs. What's, uh, what's a Patsy Cline song? I go out walking after midnight out in the starlight just like we used to do. You know, mm. Patsy Cline. 
I don't know that song. Oh, well, I listened to a whole bunch of Patsy Cline for a while there. Mm-hmm. And I even stage managed a musical about Patsy Cline. So, well, you yes, know all about Patsy Cline. I know more than the, <laughs> nor, than the average person. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I bet some of you are wondering what our big announcement is going to be. Uh, you you can't contain yourself I about can't. this big announcement. It's so exciting. Are you guys excited? <laughs> are you ready? Should Definitely. we do it? Definitely. She's like, and we're done with karaoke because guess what? <laughs> we got hearts for Melissa. Hearts, Yay. hearts, hearts. Um, okay. So the big announcement is the special super top secret project that I've been working on for the last couple months um i auditioned for something in november of last year then i didn't hear anything for a long time then i did another test in april on easter sunday and then it turns out that i got a part on a thing that's going to get released in mid-october and that thing is with sesame street and it's um i am the new host of a podcast on audible for sesame street and i play a character named foley and i want to show you what she looks like and i want to share with you this clip because um the today show actually did a thing about it and they talked about it so i want to share this with you can can we put that clip ah why not yeah do it do it share the screen this is technology is happening okay if, but no one, no one listening to this podcast at home can actually hear. You can edit it in. No, I muted my my computer. No, unmute it. Oh man! All right, here we go. Make it go. Oh man! Okay, there it is. All right, I'm playing the clip. Here, I'm gonna hold the mic up. Oh no, there's an it's ad. An ad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care oh, about the Neutrogena. No, 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 wait. There, there we, we go. go. Okay. Are probably at wit's end after six months of trying to entertain their kids during the pandemic. But this morning, we can exclusively reveal, always to the rescue in tough times, Sesame Street. Here they That's are. Right. They got a Carson new podcast Daly. for young listeners. It's called the Sesame Street Podcast with Foley and Friends. And it's from Audible and Sesame Workshop. And any young Sesame Street fan yeah. can watch this. And they might be watching me right now. Going, well, yeah. Who's Foley? It's well, me! I'm Foley! It's me! She's making fun sounds and noises. And she's going to be joined by the likes of Elmo and Big Bird and the whole gang for original songs and interactive games. We've got a clip this morning of Foley introducing herself with special guest Grover as she talks about getting over her fears of hosting the show. And I guess the thing I love most about being me mm-hmm. is that I used to be kind of, you know, nervous about making sounds in front of other people. Ah. But then my friends all told me they loved them, and that gave me the courage to share making sounds. And now, here we are! Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is the most amazing of all. That's great. Sesame Street Podcast with full friends on Audible. October 15th probably couldn't come soon enough for a lot of parents. No matter what is going on in society, thank God for Sesame Street. Oh, right. Carson keeps saying yeah. nice things. Carson, fellow Carson, parent. Carson Daly. Fellow parent of four kids. I looked him up. Um, so, Carson, I got you, man. I'm a host of a podcast. You're a host of lots of things. We should hang. We got things in common. But I just want to say, you guys, sit down. Oh, I gotta mute this again. Or okay, mute the thing because I just want to say, oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys! Like, holy moly. I'm so thankful and grateful and excited and like, and it's surreal and I can't believe it. And it's going to get released October 15th, 15 episodes on Audible. It's an Audible exclusive podcast and I'm hosting all the episodes with this new character named Foley and she's super fun and super awesome and uh, I'm just so grateful, really. It's been so, so fun to get to try to do just so so grateful for that so. chance schmance you are the right person for the role <laughs> you gotta give yourself that and yours was the voice that they wanted it's very exciting yeah it's very 
can I find it again? Can I find that character again? And, um, you know, it get, it gets easier each time. So that's the big, big announcement is that um, I have a new character with Sesame Street named Foley, and I'm hosting a podcast on Audible, and it's set to release October 15th with 15 episodes with all of your favorite Sesame Street friends, Big Bird, Elmo, Grover, Abby Cadabby, Zoe. Whoa, and, we're in spoilers territory uh, No, now. no, no. I mean, that's, you know, Sesame Street's got a lot of friends and friends that I haven't even mentioned. So oh. um, I know. There's definitely fun. <laughs> stuff to check out it's going to be great to listen to in the car with your kids or to give them a break from screens if you want to um, be able to listen to something and not have to watch something all the time you know there's lots of opportunities for that so that's yeah. the big big announcement yeah and, and z's been recording right here in in the studio here <laughs> Uh, thank you very much to the Springville Center for the Arts. Yes, man, thank you, Springville Center for the Arts. This is where the magic. She's been. She. So we have our our hand puppet booth set up. Yeah, we're looking it's, over it's, this it's, way because it, it's it, right it's, there. It's there. Trust <laughs> us. Um, and she's set up right inside there. We used it as a sound booth. We soundproofed it a little bit more. Put some blankets and stuff all over it. Some carpet pieces were used. Yeah, we found carpet squares and the costume storage because this space also is <laughs> costume storage for the theater for, for Center musicals, of the Arts. For musicals for decades yes. of musical costumes. Um, uh, so I would drape it in blankets <laughs> and heavy coats and carpet squares all abounded on the inside. And um, yeah, we've been recording in there. And I'm sure that the neighbors upstairs in Love Inc. have been wondering um, why I'm so loud on certain days and you know but um, you know it's it's been really super fun and like an amazing opportunity so that's the big Yay. big news and then there's there's other news as as well. <laughs> you don't have to make the other news feel good okay <laughs> it's all right it's all right <laughs> that was actual news no we're so proud of you and um, you know um, I, I feel like it's cool. Like, like it's novel to have like puppet voices in a podcast. It's really special. Oh, it's a dream come true. Yeah. I can't even. I mean, I've uh, my whole life have been wanting to um, have an opportunity to work on a show like Sesame Street that was so influential to me as a kid, and to be able to bring characters like that to life, and you know. The whole trajectory of my career has been working towards getting to do something like that. You know, I've always, I was committed to, you know, from the time that I left uh, grad school in 2004, I said, I'm always going to work in puppetry. No matter what the job is, it has to be, be puppetry or I'm not going to do it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not to be like, um, I just, I didn't want anything that to take me off course. I always wanted to be working in puppetry and I am so <laughs> grateful that everything that I've done till now has always been in some way shape or form related to puppetry and um oh, ooh, what was that hey there <laughs> <laughs> this is our uh, there's a numerical <laughs> keypad underneath here uh, that's that i used to switch camera angles during live shows um you know i was your off uh your off course uh, meeting, you know, when you did a, a BFA in multimedia, yeah, not puppet related, but those skills have come in handy. Let me tell you, even now during this pandemic, yeah. it's been crazy. Yeah, it's been nice to have How a background in computers, and I've always yeah. liked tech. And actually, you know, what's funny is, um, I really love this one um, podcast called This Week in Tech. It's like my nerdy geek out podcast I listen to every week and it just makes me happy. I don't know. There's something about Leo Laporte's voice that's just like very soothing. And mm -hmm. um, they always do a shout out to Audible every week and they like pick a different book to showcase. And I'm going to email, <laughs> I think, Leo Laporte and say, hey, I've been this listener for years and years and years and my thing is going to get released on Audible on October 15th. And it would be so nice if you could do a little spot for that because they get to pick what book each week you know whatever they're into That's to like true. you know yeah, advertise yeah. in their spot for audible so i thought maybe they could advertise the podcast i wonder how old well he has kids but i think they're like older kids they are but, they but are older i'm guessing leo laporte likes sesame street maybe possibly my old friend alex mm. provost who lived on my street is watching alex hi i haven't seen you in a million years but um it's so nice if you're actually watching i my phone says you are Ooh. so it's so nice to see you and hey. I hope that you're doing well and I hope your sister Andrew is doing well too you never know yeah. who the social media bubble is going to pull in next you know, know you, you did exciting. mention you mentioned Leroy 
Uh, and Facebook's always listening. Oh, so yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll like, <laughs> the, like the little tentacles like bring <laughs> other little people in, you maybe. know, like you never know. But like, uh, who knows? Maybe I'll get a little spot in the local penny saver. It'll say small town girl does good. <laughs> She oh, got well, a she got to host a podcast. Well, you know what we haven't done what we should do is <laughs> For is we need to send the press release to our local paper who oh, would actually did a piece on us. Uh, he um uh, he came here as Springville Journal, yes. a very famous local paper. Every town should have one. Some sometimes don't actually. We drove through West Valley and I was like, oh yeah. What do they have in West Valley? It's like the the next door neighbor. It was here. a really cute little town. It reminded me a Super lot of cute. Stafford, which is the town next to Leroy. Right. It's tiny, tiny. There's a there's a school and a post office mm-hmm. and a fire hall. A fire hall. A very fire nice house. firehouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. But do they have a local paper? I don't know, but uh, that's what know. Springville has a lot going for. We got a hospital. We got dueling local papers, not just one but two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our preference is the Springville Journal because it's been around for forever, and they came in and and it's just it's a I believe it's a one person operation at this point, and he's you know he's awesome. He's a young guy. Yeah. 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 He's super nice. So we should share it with them as well. So yeah. we'll see. But it's very exciting, you guys. Um, so I can't wait. Um, for October 15th, we have marked it on the calendar. There will be um, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll all go out for ice cream that day or something. But it, it's exciting. Yeah, the, the our local ice cream place, ha- place has opened back up. There's a lot of drama surrounding the ice cream place. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Who knows? During, during this pandemic, Z has just come over and just said like, you want to get some ice cream? And the answer <laughs> can't be no. It's always it's yes. Well, because it's right there. It's right there. I mean. Yeah. So we uh, crawl out of the basement uh, down here and we walk around the corner and there's the ice cream place. It's a very famous local ice cream place. Like every, yeah. <laughs> every town has an ice cream place. I know this is like their soft serve is so thick. It's like you cut it custard. with a knife. You don't call it soft serve out oh, here. They call me. it custard. And it basically is. It is thicker than anything I'd ever gotten back in New York City. It's so And nice. it's like you could barely slip. My, my, my test for chocolate shakes, because I love chocolate shakes, is um, if you could just barely slurp the shake through the straw to get to your mouth. Like if it's like a physical activity to get it up there, then we're talking. That's when you and need it, a spoon. I mean, or you can just wait a little bit. You can just wait a little bit, uh, you know, for it to cool down or to warm up a little bit. Uh, and it has to be made out of chocolate ice cream, and they do all those things here. It's legit out here. I don't know. Maybe I was just born and raised in this environment. That's what I dig. So so we would go and get ice cream at socially distanced. You know, there's like little um, there's little lines taped onto the mm-hmm. ground about where you're supposed to stand. Most people besides us disregarded those and didn't wear masks, most of them. So, you know, we would just like hang out and wait and, you know, enforce our own guidelines and rules. But after a while, it was kind of like a routine. Like every once in a while, you're feeling like the world is digging its heel into your head. You're like, let's go get ice cream. And we walk around to our favorite little bench and sit and eat ice cream and just, you know, watch the world go by. And you can't do that in New York City where we lived. Uh, it's just not the same. Um, it's not, 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 a, not the same vibe. It's, yes, it's a different vibe. Yeah. It would, and it wouldn't be gel- ice cream. It's gelato, like yeah, where we are. that's true. There's no very Italian, ice cream uh, neighborhood. Spaces. So, so uh, what, what would happen? What happened was suddenly the ice cream place is closed, and it's closed in July, which makes no the sense. The ice cream place here in yes. Springville closed because randomly. It, because you're, if you're an ice cream place, you're going to open, you know, May through like September and like maybe really desperate you could stay on till like October like uh, we had a local place in Astoria an ice cream place that stayed on open till October but that was because the business was winding down and she was just trying to get rid of stock and like make some extra bucks because she was selling the place um so we're like why is it closed we always it closed then we we heard a rumor I don't know if it's true that they got shut down because they weren't some um, the rumor was that somebody We are not spreading hel- rumors, by the way. No, so this may or may not be true. But why else would you shut down in the middle of the dry unless unless you were forced to shut down? Or they're going through a divorce or we don't know. We just don't know more what's happening. More, more rumors. rumors. More rumors. Uh, and um, we, we don't know anything. Except that they're back open now with they're- better hours and all the flavors. Boy, boy, but so. but when they were closed, there was a for rent sign like the business had vacated and we were like, Whoa. The rumor was that they got shut down by the health department for not wearing masks 
or gloves while they were serving. And I was like, okay, that, that you know, that, that would make sense. Out of all the rumors uh, <laughs> swirling around the ice cream joint, that one made the most sense. It was like, oh, health, health violation. Okay. All right. But then I also heard that their machinery was broken. And then they got it fixed. So oh. I so and that is a true truth um, that I saw on the Be Neighborly Springville Facebook oh, page. Oh well, Facebook is no is no the no truth posted by truths. the <laughs> person who owns the dairy. Oh wow! So truth. Did you do a deep Fact dive checking. into the uh, into that person's uh, Facebook? I tried to, but there was not much to see. <laughs> you never know who's a Russian bot or not, dude. On my Facebook feed, true story. Uh, somebody, and I don't know this person, and, and if you're out there in Facebook land, I apologize if you if this was you. Because um, just like people I used to know in high school, people are just in my feed on Facebook and I don't know them. I don't know them, but the names seem like familiar enough that I'm like, okay, you know, it just makes somebody's posting something that I generally agree with. Somebody posted some misinformation and I was, you know, I am quick to to quickly Google uh, is this true? And if it's mm-hmm. not, I'm like, boom, here you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. You had this false thing about the jackalope being from one state and not another one. Bam, here it is. What state's it from? Oh, I don't know. Oh. But, it, it, you know, Arizona probably. No, <laughs> I um, thought it was Oklahoma. Every every month of every year, someone will repost a meme about the, 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 the dates that apocalypse is supposed to happen in Terminator 2. Oh. Right? But it's always altered. Like, people just alter the meme and send it back out into the world. And it's harmless, uh, but every time it's like, oh, yeah, here it is again. So somebody was spreading misinformation about mm-hmm. um, cell phones causing cancer. And they were saying, uh, which, by the way, they don't. Um, the the um, You can Google this yourself, but all the research that has been done, like years and years and years of all this substantial research points to no. Cell phones do not cause cancer. So this person was saying, if you have your cell phone, turn it on airplane mode and if your kids have it turn on airplane mode all the time in case you need to like just in case it might give you cancer and by the way they link this website go to the website right it looks terrible it is not looking like a good website and and i have designed websites we are website people and if the website looks crappy uh the believability starts to water down and then i'm like okay they listed they they linked scientific papers I'm going to open one up. First one, boom. Uh, and I was reading the scientific paper. And in the summary, in the v- even in the very top, it says like what they set out to prove and what they are proving. And then in the middle, it's like, yeah, but we, because of like, because the people that we were s- surveying and watching use cell phones all the time, it would be impossible to actually find out if this is true. And I was like, ha ha, ha ha. And I went back to there and was like, there you go. Here it is. Here's a link to the maybe the CDC or the American Cancer Society. Something Passionate reputable. Fact checking. I happening. dislike misinformation. Sure. And Facebook is just like a swamp where just sometimes you just like step your foot into it and it's like, oh God, really? Which one of my friends or Russian bots posing as somebody I know that got into my feed or something is posing bogus stuff about cell phones and cancer and um, it's not just that. So it, it goes deeper than cell phones and cancer. Sorry if this is like a like a you yeah, know we're, this is we're going on a little rant here. Okay, it all bring it back. Ties bring it back into five G. Like there's been all these oh. campaigns to get people scared about five G for mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. and this was a part of that too. And it didn't take long for me reading on this website about like cell phones cause cancer to find oh there it is, and five G is coming, and you need to be afraid. Well, there's Ugh. all sorts of things to be afraid of. But um, uh, Honey wants to know, do you like Snopes for fact-checking? Yeah, Snopes is pretty good because mm-hmm. if Snopes um, because Snopes checks around. But if you need to find out if something's misinformation or not, if somebody links if somebody links your website and says, here, I think this is true, and the website itself, the domain, is cellphonescausecancer.com, probably not like the the i was saying like it's probably not going to be reputable information mm-hmm. find different sources google a bunch of different sources you know mm-hmm. find what people say read the scientific papers i mean there's so many different ways to inform yourself outside of facebook because if you just take a headline at face value you're going to get scared and you're going to 
internalize information that may or may not be true. So, um, so we're all just going to do our research. And Chad, that's right. Chad Sorry, has outed a... himself as a passionate <laughs> fact checker. So Correct. we're so we're we're excited to know that about you. How can and I? I mean, it, I feel like it, maybe people can relate. I mean. I just don't see a lot of misinformation in my feed. But then again, I'm just not in Facebook land as much as we, I was. So. We are in the misinformation age. We have a misinformation president. I, I feel like most of my friends don't really post uh, stuff like that. that and me neither. And, and I didn't want to go into this person's history and see, do I actually know them or not? So I'm very neutrally because you don't want to be you don't want to be rude and say you're wrong. Um, to get somebody to get on your side mm -hmm. if they believe some misinformation is to ask questions. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was just asking questions. They're like, hey, um, you know, did you read the scientific studies? Like, oh, hey, you know, I, I noticed this. Have you been to this website? And you think after 30 years of having websites, uh, anyway, 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 mm -hmm. I'm writing mm -hmm. this in the notes. Chad talks about this stuff for way too long. So anyway, <laughs> we were on the ropes course today. We were, and it was super fun. <laughs> I'd never done a ropes course before. Um, it was at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville, and um, you uh, they have zip lines, rope course, and this uh, like sled type of thing. What do you call it again? Co a coaster. Like a sled coaster that I thought did not even exist in the United States. I've seen YouTube videos of people doing them in like the Czech Republic and Finland and Germany and places, but I, I didn't know you could do it here in the States. It feels so Euro. So it was very <laughs> exciting to get to be on my little sled and, you know, control it with my brake and everything. And it was like, it almost felt a little dangerous, which I enjoyed. And um, and and for a, a, a little while there, there was a window of time when I was not thinking about anything stressful. And I have to say that that was a gift and it was an amazing time. And it was so nice to get to spend it with you and Yay. to get to do something with you that was not work and that didn't have the kids and that wasn't, you know, around. It had, had nothing to do with puppets or parenting or anything. It was just <laughs> a ropes course. Mm -hmm. And it was super, super fun. Yay. And, um, and, we, and we did, uh, I don't know if this is what you call it, but we did, we did a mask kiss where you did. kiss and you have masks on. <laughs> Is that make us weird? Maybe. I don't know. This is the world we live in right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to see old-timey photos of people, like, nuzzling with the masks. I'm like, Meh. So let's you know? talk about, like, you know, um, unsure moments. So so I uh, kept my... Course. Yeah, on the ropes course. I yes. kept my mask on um, as we were doing it, but then... It's like um, kind of like a high moisture day today because there was a lot of fog on the way to the ropes course and you're in these kind of mountainous zones because it's usually a ski resort. And so it's my, my nose is like running a little bit because it's like a lot of moisture happening behind my mask and my glasses are fogging up even more than normal. Mm. So I took my glasses off. I kept the mask on. We're doing the ropes course. And then about halfway through, I'm looking around and everyone is so spread out. There's no real lines. You're not really waiting around with other people and no one else is wearing masks. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to take my mask off. And I did. And it was nice to not have it on. But then I kept feeling like, oh, is this the right choice? I'm not sure. Then there was no real signage that I remember seeing about saying that you had to keep your mask on the whole time. Um, yeah, but I don't need a sign to to know, you know that. But you also took your mask off. We we made the decision yeah. at like forty five feet up up in the trees, because uh, you asked. You were like, "Hey, I'm gonna take my mask off." Yeah. And we looked around, and yeah, there's nobody around. There's nobody uh, around. We 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 stuck on courses mm -hmm. for the most part that didn't have like people on them. So there, there was like six courses that took you up in the trees and then over and around and up and down. And, and they and were everything. long. And, I mean, I thought it was just going to be like a couple apparatuses per course, but it was like a lot, a lot of different things that you could explore and it, do. It took us like 50 minutes to get through the first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that well, and there was a lot of although we we got we, we got we were pros by the end. I'll there was click a on, lot of like off. yep. So that the you're strapped into a you're you're wearing a harness like a climbing harness, and you have three things. You have two clips uh, that have like a, a tension wire or something in between them, uh, yeah, so you can only open up one, and then you have to lock it in and then the other one opens so neither one can both aren't open at the same time it's possible yeah yeah but and it's then, very and then, safe and then you also have something for zip lines like this other uh, doohickey what do they call it 
oh, I don't know, remember, but it goes on but, for the zipline. Yeah, so you have like a zipline device and two yeah. clips, and so it's like you clip onto the safety harness to, to like the safety rope around the tree, the, the steel rope. Yeah. Then you take one of those off and clip it onto the rope, the steel line that's going to take you across in between trees. Yeah. And, and click the thing so it locks, and then you take the other one off uh, of the safety line, and then you put that onto the actual line, and it's a lot then of clicking. you can go. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it felt very safe. Yeah. Very safe and secure. And I only had um, two moments of feeling like uh, like that ah, feeling, you know. <laughs> you know the feeling. I mean, if you've ever had like a fear of anything, like where it just like really got to you. And I wasn't afraid of the height or anything except for this one point where I was on the flat platform and it was early on where I was clicking and unclicking. Um, to like get from one apparatus to the other and the platform felt small and then all of a sudden in my stomach I was like <gasps> and then I just thought stop thinking about it just click just <laughs> just do the thing get on the next apparatus you're not thinking about anything and when you're on the apparatus you're just thinking about getting across just mm-hmm. get across yes so and then the the last thing that we did was like this trust jump where you jump out and then the rope wait, 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 is going to Wait, we got to set it up. Okay, set so, it up, set it up. We, we're on the end of a second ropes course. We went from regular difficulty to intermediate difficulty. Um, and and uh, so we'd, we'd done all these zip lines, zip lines that were like hundreds of feet long. We were like clipping ourselves to uh, ropes to, to climb down these ladders, climb up ladders. And then finally we get towards the end and there's a bottleneck where there's a whole family of like five people and they're not moving because the father of the family, uh, can, and they have like teenage John. kids. John. John. We, we learned, found his name. Found out his name. He's, he's at the so end of the course. So we could cheer him on. And he doesn't know what to do. And we had just crossed a huge zip line and we're getting tra- chained up to get to the next tree, to go to the second next tree. And that, and there's John. And he's this, you know, he's, he's like my age. He's big. He's big buff looking dude and he is scared he's scared out of his mind because he's looking around and he's like hey guys can you help me with this i don't see anywhere to go (laughs) it's just a line hanging down from a branch and then nothing yeah and then you look down and there's like an outline of like a box like with some white cords. Yep, it's just like there is a space down there for you to land and he and there's a device (laughs) there's a round device just just hanging there and it says automatic belay and he's and he's like look i know what an automatic belay does i've used these i've gone bungee jumping i've gone skydiving and i'm clipped to this already but i can't jump off this thing i just can't <laughs> without seeing somebody else do it yeah and yeah. he was just like are you sure he's like who's who's done one of these and this kid behind us was like my mom did it and then i said is she still alive <laughs> and he said yes yeah so, so then so we cheered john on we cheered him on oh it, it was hard for uh, poor john because you know it's like he hadn't seen anybody do it yeah he knew in his rational mind oh, that it was smiling. supposed oh. like that he's he knows what to do but a big part of him was like, don't do it. You're going to die. And let me tell you, that's exactly what it feels like to have a panic attack. Exactly what it feels like. Yeah. 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 And it's such a terrible place. And I mean, I didn't have, I did not have a panic attack on the ropes. Uh, but I knew in that moment, I was like, oh, poor man. And I was like, that is not going to be me. I know exactly what I have a strategy. <laughs> we had to talk John into doing it. So his family, us, the kid behind us. Z was like, what's your name? John. She's like, John, you can do it. John, you can do it. We're like, come on, John. Come on. on. I don't know if that was good or bad, but you know, we're trying we're trying something. And it was super fun. Eventually, after a few minutes, he did it and he was so scared. And then after two feet of just a straight drop, like, it just boop, it It kicks in. The automatic belay kicks in. He's like, oh, and then he just had this disappointed look. That's it. Yeah, That's it. he's just like floating down with this big frown, like, oh, that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> but he did it. He did it. He and did it. all the everybody who came after him, you know, had him to thank because yes. he was the first. He was the first, uh, the first gazelle to leap into the crocodile-infested creek. He was the first penguin, you know, to jump into the sea lion-infested waters. You know, he did it. 
and he was braver than than all of us because we could we saw what happened and we were pre- we were preparing ourselves for the fear you know so wherever you are john great and job i'll tell you even though i saw john do it it was still really hard to do it was really really hard yeah oh and honey yes there was no going backwards <laughs> there, th- there there was a, there was um a couple trees back yeah there was a point where you could just zip line out but if you didn't know that like john didn't know um and there's pe- like once you get to the platform where you have to go down it's only three people to a platform and there's already a person with him and two more people are coming on the way so no there was no chance for him to go back and he also we pointed out the zip line and he said i can't quit so he did it he did it yeah, he did it. and we all did it it was hard it was really hard to jump off even for me and i i i was having a lot of fun until I, when i saw that that's the last thing you have, i mean i have a fear of just jumping from things it's hard for me i don't know what that's about but it just feels like that's that is not what your body's supposed to be doing you're supposed to be stay safe not uh jump off of something but um somehow i did i had to sit down though i couldn't just like leap off like like uh like running into the wind or something i had to sit down and then like boost myself off that way because well, that's did, how you, i was you, able to you, do ooh, it hey there little number pad again <laughs> uh first uh for the tony says first lemming for the run off the cliff have you ever jumped off a cliff into uh water i don't think i would be uh, able to uh, do it i do not recommend it because you could seriously injure yourself because you cannot see what's under the water uh having said that uh my dad did that once it on our uh, trip in Maine, he was like, eh, this looks like a good idea, and just did it and to get us, us all to do it. Uh-huh. And then we did it for hours and hours and hours, and it was a blast. But if there was a rock down there, he would have been dead. Um, so I knew from that experience that the longer it takes for you to commit to going, the harder it is. Right, right. Like you, you, I almost you, you didn't to go do back. it. I did. You told I did. me twice. Yes. You're like, I can't do it. I'm going I know. back. And I'm the person who's given birth without medication, like, to two kids. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like nine months of getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I definitely don't dive into the pool. I, I, I slowly inch my way in and then go underwater eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but it was super, super fun. We had a great time. I was so yeah. glad to do it. So I highly recommend if you're in the Western New York area and you want to check out Holiday Valley and like all their off-season offerings, it was super fun. And yeah. it felt very safe and socially distant um, and outdoors. Yeah. And um, and so. if you're tuning in and you haven't heard the amazing <laughs> announcement, I just have wait, to say it again. Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to end the story with... Um, oh, what? So here, here's the strategy. If you're if you're faced with a situation, just just jump off. Just jump. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just go. Just go and don't stop because that's the only way you're that you're getting out of do there. Do you rip the Band-Aid off? Yes, I rip the Band-Aid right off. I take off. it off very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay because to have different methods. If I don't, it's going to hurt uh, way, way more. Yeah, I can handle the slow hurt. I can't handle a ton of fear. It shuts me down. Yeah. And I, and I saw John going through it and I was like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got through okay. it. It was super, Let's hear super fun. Oh, big oh, and, announcement and, again. Well, there's, there's 13 people tuning in right now. So I just want to wow. make sure that people, That's a lot of people know how many. I know. For us, double digits. Woo! <laughs> um, I just want people to know what the big announcement was. If you haven't heard, oh, yes. um, I am the new lead character for this podcast uh, that's being released uh, through Sesame Street and Audible called Sesame Street Podcast with Foley and Friends, and I am Foley. I'm the host of the podcast, so very Yay. exciting. You did it. I did it. Yay. I did it. So, we've, been, we've been recording right here in the studio. Mm-hmm. That's right. We got the tools. Yeah. We Small got town know. girl does good, <laughs> you guys. Um, well, wait, well, could you do the voice? You know what? I, I'm hesitant to do it. I, after it's released, maybe. Okay. But I don't want to... You, there's a little clip on the Today Show. Yeah. Some some to. some puppeteers, you know, like like we just have the one voice, like it's just us, but you know, a little sillier. It's still new. Also, I mean, not to make excuses, but it's like that's no, okay. Um, it's I have to get into it a little bit still first because it's still a very new voice. I haven't totally found like my phrase. I thought I had found my phrase that like makes it immediate, but it's still not immediate. Immediate. So I need to be able to find the thing that I say in my head or kind of say quietly to myself that can make it just 
turn on into that voice. Yeah. So. Um, well, I I, wa- I wanted to ask you that because every voice actor who's ever lived has gotten that question. As soon as somebody finds out that they are that voice, they're like, "Do something! Do something do in the, the voice. voice! Do the voice! <laughs> do the thing!" I know. So I have to start practicing it in front of at least a couple people because um, because so far I've only ever done it alone by myself in this booth to a microphone with voices in my head from like the Sesame team talking to me and telling me. Yeah. Does Foley, does Foley have a catchphrase? Probably not at this point. Um, I, well, I, I, think she, I think that she likes to say totally a lot. Oh. Yeah, totally. Like that. It's a little like that. But I don't want to say that that was her because it's almost like I'm not totally even like I have to get into it for a minute or two um but it sounds a lot like my voice but like revved up and Mm -hmm. um and a little bit of growl in it because she's a monster right so um so so if there was ever a Foley toy just saying you pushed its belly Mm -hmm. or a hand or something it would say totally you know (laughs) I don't know but she's (laughs) she's really cool she's got a lot going on she loves um how hosting this podcast and and I don't know I'm going to talk to Sesame PR next week about the things that I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say but I guess I'm allowed to say that I'm Foley so I'm telling you that I'm Foley and it's very exciting and October 15th just like Missy Brodsky is posting right there in the chat (laughs) October 15th Mark that date as the day that uh, Audible is going to be releasing it. And if you're not a member of Audible, you can always sign up for a 30-day free trial and get to hear all the podcast episodes. Listen, if there was a kid's toy for Foley, it would be one of those recording toys where you hold, you record your own voice and it makes it sound silly. Just oh, saying, Sesame brilliant. Street, that's for free. Just that's take brilliant. that. We were in the we were in the toy section of Walmart the other day, and Walmart has like a clearance section. For, for toys and we saw some things in there projects that our friends have been involved in in the clearance aisle and we're like oh it's a bad sign oh mm. yeah yeah and and you were you related to, well uh, i remember uh, shortly after i moved to uh, connecticut for grad school at uconn i was in this place called ocean state job lot which is a lot like big lots it's like um you know they get things at discount that aren't selling from other big box stores and then they sell them Mm -hmm. and there was a whole bunch of um stuff from between the lions at ocean state job lot and i was like oh no you guys like you never want to see your friends toys for the characters that they're performing (laughs) at ocean state job lot because that's not a good sign it means that they didn't sell so um yeah it wasn't just one character it wasn't just the unpopular character it was like all the characters from this project and we're like oh yeah but you know, we uh, the show continued on, but I think the toys the the, the toys didn't have a, a good turnaround. But the show did continue on yeah. in a lot of different ways. So uh, we always say in in the video game or um, anime worlds, mm-hmm. a good um, a good indicator if something is going to be crazy mega popular is how much fan art there is. If there's fan art and fan stories, this is how we knew that early that My Little Pony Friendship is Magic was going to be like a crazy mega hit was because people were just tripping over themselves, spending money on fan merchandise. Uh, and like, there's been some docu- online documentaries that go into it, but like mm-hmm. the amount of money being spent for fan-created merchandise in the early days of Friendship is Magic was so insane that like, you know, like the cash-in was inevitable, you know, and now there's just like toys after toys after toys, toys of that, f- like specifically for older male fans like like they had this whole line of toys called guardians of harmony where nobody smiled nobody smiled and it's like a, a show for little girls and like all the characters were like mm, you know in these action poses uh and it and and there's no like like it didn't come with hair that you could pet and braid and anything no it was like it looked like the cartoon all the things that the older male demographic loves about Silly cartoon toys that cost a hundred dollars. <laughs> well, that was a special series. We we watched yeah. the first couple seasons of My Little Pony and enjoyed it very we much. Did and yeah. I just can't believe. Um, I mean, early on there was an episode about racism, and we we're like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" I can't believe you just talked about that in such a, a smart and clever way, where like a zebra comes into town and everyone's like, "Eep, a zebra!" 
and runs away just because she looked different. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's so smart. It was so, so smart. smart. Lauren yeah. Frost is so smart. Yeah. Lauren Smart and, and Craig McCracken. Craig McCracken did the Powerpuff Girls. I know, but they're married and like powered couple. Yeah, dude. Right there. Yeah, they're Now they're working on this show that we have not seen. What show? The show called Wander Over Yonder. Oh, we got to watch it. Yeah. They're so great. Well, now that's been a bunch of seasons, so oh, we got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> I'm behind, which is um, no surprise. Well, she is. I'm she, so behind in pop culture, like, all the time. Lauren Faust also, also, if you're looking for stuff awesome, she created, like, you know how DC superhero girls is a big thing? Yes. We, uh, our kids and us, read the graphic novels for DC superhero They're girls. They're so good. There was, I was at Comic-Con the, the, the year they, they like released information about it. It was amazing. Uh, it's, it's also a show. Oh, it's a show? It was a show first. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I really liked the comics. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. comics, the, everyone's so supportive, and it's really smart and great writing, and it's all girls all the time. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lauren Foss was the first person to take established characters and kind of show them in a new light. She was the first one to be like, you know what? Wonder Woman should be Latina. Ba-boom. Give her darker skin and Spanish accent. Thank you. And I feel like oh, that's where that character is going. Uh, and Supergirl, she's like, let's give her like, let's make her like beefy, like a real country girl. Because she's supposed to be really strong. Mm-hmm. But in every iteration, she's like this skinny, petite, you know, like 80s Barbie doll. She was like, no, nah, give her some thick thighs and a country accent, you know. Uh, and and uh, and I think she had Batgirl in there, too. And she's like, have Batgirl be the smart one, you know. <laughs> and the yeah. dynamic of Batgirl smart uh, Supergirl, not so smart, but really powerful, yeah. has like gone places, gone places, and it's especially prevalent in this series. And there's there's been like uh, outside of that, there's like another series that's like uh, inspired by or co-created by those initial shorts that she did. Anyway, if you don't know about Lauren Faust, she's amazing, and you need to look up her work. There's so much great writing happening in kids' cartoons nowadays. We've been really enjoying. What is that show called? Big City Greens? Yeah. Yeah, I've been enjoying that show, too. I just found out about it. I'm sure it's been around for forever. No, but, it's pretty um, new. Oh, is it pretty new? Okay. Because yeah. uh, we've been watching it uh, late night on Disney, and that's mm-hmm. been super fun to watch that show, too. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. It, it's it's not necessarily for young kids, but I, I would be okay with our kids watching it because um, there wasn't anything in there that I felt like crossed a line for me whereas i can't say that about some of the other like cartoons that are more geared towards an older audience i'm gonna look up who did that show and you will say oh oh will i maybe maybe because you know like um unlike not unlike films and movies cartoon directors just go from project to project and Mm -hmm. you can see their amazing uh influence well it was really good i really like it and i've been enjoying it very much um, just looking at their character designs reminds me of a couple of different things. Absolutely. So it totally is reminiscent of other stuff. But I, I just think that the writing is really funny. Mm-hmm. And just, um, yeah, the, I guess the overall direction is just really, they, they ride the line well. So we've been enjoying that very much. We should also talk about before the end of the episode today about our new schedule for the fall and what's happening with that. Um, I know. It's, it's kind of like... Um, yeah, I, Put the I, phone I, down, I, 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 I was looking for Big City Greens, the cast and and crew, and it's hard to find. Um, no, the 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 almost sad truth is that because our kids are now going back to school, and everyone else's kids are going back to mm-hmm. school, whether in person or streaming, um, the interest and need for what we have been doing from the spring to the summer has kind of evaporated for now. So. We made sure to change up what we were doing, but always staying super duper consistent throughout uh, every single week. We streamed every single day uh, for a number of, like, I don't know how long, maybe like over a hundred. We've done a lot. Yeah. So, so um, a, couple of, a couple of things <laughs> have wound down. Um, Christina Rodriguez kind of wound down because she didn't have time to do any more People of Power episodes, mm-hmm. which we were rebroadcasting. Um, we ran out of interviewees for Mystery Max well, Investigates. We're in the midst of scheduling more, but it's been a little tough at this time of year to pin people down in terms of scheduling. 
And yeah. you know, we, we it, both of them hit 10 episodes. Yeah. And that's a great run. Yep. You know, and I'm really proud of all the work that we did, that Christina did. Um, and we're hitting Labor Day and everyone is going back to school probably next week-ish. So um, if they're been, not already in school, a lot of kids have already started school. Thank, thanks to Facebook, all the data out there about exactly who watches your things, how old they are, where they live. Uh, it's all available to creators. And so I'm looking at the graph. I was looking at the graph the other day about like how many people were watching then versus now. And it's basically like one of these, like you know, we haven't um, we offered a ton of stuff. We had like over 100 DIY puppetry mm-hmm. workshops. We mm-hmm. were doing uh, puppet shows every single Friday at 11 o'clock. But now, um, now, and pe- getting burned out on screens is totally a thing, especially with young kids. Screen and, fatigue. And a lot of our target audience is now going to be in school during the hours that we had operated. So we were kind of debating, like, do we want to change? Do we want to go for the, like afternoons with our stuff? But then, since there's screen fatigue, you know, they've been a lot of people are going to be doing streaming school all day probably don't want to watch anything else or if they do it's it'll be totally unrelated to school so we are focusing our energies in other places one is like we have to be with our kids when we we do streaming school so like we have the opportunity to be actively engaged at times hopefully most of the time when both of our kids are going to be doing streaming school so that's where our energies have to lie and because of that it feels like well if we wound things down other places which naturally was winding down anyway mm-hmm. maybe like this is the universe or you know just the collective uh just telling like you know like good job good what you did we don't need you anymore right now you know we can like batman you know we can sleek slink off into the nights until we're needed again, until the, 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 the puppet signal gets put in the air and then we'll swoop in and be like, we're here. Yeah, who needs it? Here it is. Yeah, puppet shows. But we still want to partner with teachers and, and students and, and we still want to be doing private shows and, and all that. And we're going to keep continue to do that. And we're going to continue to do weekly DIY workshops. Um, we're still figuring out the dates and times for when those will be. But those have also been... Uh, it's been a win-win for everybody uh, too because uh, it's really challenged me and our other um, co-creators to um, come up with new ideas and new um, ways of creating um, DIY puppets out of simple materials and I've definitely come up with things I didn't even know I would think of you know for DIY uh, workshops so uh, and also we just kind of need to organize everything that we have done since March because it's been so busy that we haven't really had a chance to organize all that into a, um, a really useful resources for um, teachers and uh, and other uh, people who might want to utilize what we have done so far so we're gonna take this time kind of be introspective for the month of uh, September and we'll still be doing the podcast. We're still going to do, like I said, the DIY workshops. Um, and Chad has one more um, live show that he's going to do next Friday. Um, and then after that, uh, we'll be kind of focusing our efforts, I believe, also around holidays um, mm-hmm. and trying to um, bring some some love and light to all these different uh, holidays that we all um, look forward to celebrating. But then this year we might have to celebrate in different ways. So uh, we want to be able to be a place that you guys can come to to find new ideas and, and make new memories, you know, with us. Yay. Yeah. So like Lexi said, I'll be uh, – my, my dream is to – uh, because because I'm a Fulbright specialist waiting, waiting in the wings for international borders to open up again so I can apply to places um, to train myself and to get this knowledge out there. I'll be starting up a video series of short videos with practical exercises to make people better puppeteers, specifically for teachers, other puppeteers, actor. I mean, like wh- whoever needs this information, but we'll be focusing on... Uh, people who we really feel like could benefit from this knowledge, applying it to a streaming situation or a classroom situation, and like you know, try googling like techniques for traditional non-moving mouth hand puppetry, and you will get nothing. So um, I feel like there's a void that we will be filling with that one, and it's also nice mm-hmm. just to like think really hard about like okay, 
you have the skill, but how do you teach the skill? How do you show somebody through a classroom exercise how to do what you do? So that's been really fulfilling thinking, filling out the spreadsheets of like all these different like little like ideas. Uh, so get ready for some of that. If that interests you as a puppeteer, and, um, let um, us know. Also, I, I plan to hopefully offer um, maybe once a month an evening puppetry course for parents. Um, that you can take to learn how to integrate puppets into your home and into the um, into into ways to communicate and motivate your kids. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize puppets, and then from there we can even offer some one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. So these are some of the ideas of things that we're thinking about because we're always thinking about like, well, what um, what do people need right now, and how can we meet that need? And I. I think that those might be, you know, we, we have to constantly be changing and pivoting. Like that's the buzzword, right? When we first started this podcast that we <laughs> said that was the word of the day, pivot. Mm -hmm. um, we have to constantly be kind of double checking to see like is what we're offering the thing that people need right now. And it's I, it feels like it's the thing that, um, that, that changing is the thing that people need, you know, and, and acknowledging uh, uh, uh that the holidays will be different and that we want to be able to offer ideas to help continue to make those special moments feel special and um, that we have some knowledge about puppets that might be helpful for you guys if you're having a tough time at home. I know especially um, parents with kids with special needs or developmental delays or emotional disturbances. There's a lot of things that puppets can offer in terms of a uh, you know, a, a little bit of a breather and a respite and a bridge for communication. And so we want to be able to offer that. And these are courses that I've taught in person over the last few years. And so I'm happy to bring that to a new online platform. So we're going to pick out some dates and start to let people know about when that might be. But I think after bedtime, that's my guess. <laughs> so that you can put your kids to bed and then <laughs> come and do an hour to an hour half long course about Yay. Well, it looks like we got one person. Looks like <laughs> Alyssa will be there. Thanks, Alyssa. We love you, Thanks Alyssa. Thanks for the vote, vote of confidence, dude. Yeah. Uh, I Dudettes. think that's, yeah. <laughs> is, is dude a non-gender term? I keep trying to, to feel like it is. But I, you know what? I do say dude for everybody, mm -hmm. but that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our son seems to take t takes offense that I use dude sometimes, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking, we haven't talked a lot about parenting this week, and I just want to, you know, mention parenting um, stuff. So, um, you know, fellow parents out there, uh, we are about to dive into the full-time remote learning on September 14th. That's our first day. And uh, full disclosure, I'm not even going to be there for the first day of online learning because I had planned to drive back to New York City on the 13th and pick up some stuff and then get, remember, um, righty needed some, my right boob needed to get a mammogram. You, you just said righty. Oh, righty, <laughs> whatever. Any one of them needs to get a mammogram uh, follow-up because I had something going on and they want to check it out. But I don't even remember what it was because they told me not to worry about it and it was April and I was so worried about everything else that I was like, fine, I'm not worrying about it. And then I didn't. And now here we are September and I have to get it checked out again so I made my appointment to get a mammogram and also to get my teeth cleaned and I'm also going to get a flu shot all on September 14th which ended up being the kids first day of school I did not plan that you know but this is just the way it is so um are you gonna are you gonna get it all done at the same time like uh like, <laughs> just lay there toothbrush and a boob clamp and uh <laughs> no, but I'm going to drive from one thing to another thing to another thing and just mm -hmm. like bam, 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 then drive back to Springville. Um, You're a trooper, man. I couldn't, I couldn't make that drive twice, <laughs> twice in a row. It's crazy. It's fine. If you have enough good podcasts and uh, audiobooks and friends that you haven't gotten to talk oh, yeah. to. I, I wonder how people listen to us outside of Facebook, outside of live chats. I know that my friend Stacy said she listened to the podcast in the car. Yay. So, yeah, That's awesome, I think Neil. people do listen, you know, and if you do listen, you want to give us a little five star rating and iTunes. That's nice. Right. It's helpful. Other people might find us and then relate or, 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 or Spotify or any of the number of places you can find us. So 
Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait, wait! No, don't wrap it up yet. I want. I'm not. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I know, but I'm I'm actually not done saying my thing yet. So what I wanted to say is that. Just adding on to the list of how things are not normal, um, I can't believe I'm going to miss the kids' first day of school. Oh, right. And that's like, you know, that's not a good feeling for me. And I'm, I'm a little sad and bummed about that. Also, you know, my our younger child, it's his very first day of kindergarten. What's that going to look like? Ugh, you know, he's going to be sitting in front of an iPad kind of for half the day. And then uh, I have like high the the levels of anxiety about like how this is all gonna work out are high i mean why there should be no anxiety because like we're we're very safe out here you know we're doing their full remote and everything but it's more like are my kids gonna be cool or is this gonna work out um do we need to get them comfortable chairs to sit in because they're gonna be sitting for long periods of time uh is the space that we're sharing and we've been given from the Springville Center for the Arts going to be utilized when we need it in the afternoons? Like there's all these things that's like, oh my God, you know, we had a really great ride over the summer and now things are changing. And I think I'm just having like big feelings about um, change. Yeah, More change. Transitions are hard, you know. But you know what? Once we get through the transition period, you know, once people, once like, Everyone inevitably does 100% streaming, and they will, uh, we'll in my, my mind. We'll see. Uh, or at least, I mean, we will. So, no so, predictions so, here. That is my prediction. <laughs> I feel like it's just, like, inevitable. Everyone will do it because it's, like, like how many sick people, you know, like, w- without going too far into it, like, how many sick people is it going to take? Uh, mm. So... Yeah, so, uh, we need to talk about more about that after this because yes. I just had a good idea. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, I was great. like, oh, they're going to be sitting there for a while. We need to set up some obstacle courses, you know, and have like a dance party or something it, like during like lunch hour so that they're moving around. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so now oh, may well, I Well, we'll let you our... know uh, how, how it goes, everybody. But I just wanted to touch on that. So we talked about puppets and we talked about parents and um, – you know, the kids are doing well overall, but like yeah. it's we we have the second iPad arriving uh, on September 9th. It's supposed to come, and you know, I just hope that. Whoo! It's a lot. It's a lot, and we miss Astoria. By the way, we miss Queens in New York City, and there's a fire Uh-oh, alarm. It's the I podcast think that, police. Uh... <laughs> We've gone too long. The podcast police are coming. Quickly plug the website. Okay. We need to log uh, off. <laughs> visit uh, puppetparentpodcast.com. Um, if you like this kind of online content, you want to know more about our puppetry company, wondersparkpuppets.com. Oh, and I always have to say, because I can't forget, that um, it's important that I also tell you that I also have another job, that this the, the puppetry company isn't my only job. I also work for a foundation called the Jim Henson Foundation, and thank you so much. And um, Cheryl Henson is the president of that. Um, okay, so... Um, I think that's it for today. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to check out uh, Foley and Friends uh, releasing on October 15th uh, from Sesame Street and Audible. They they got a couple months to... (laughs) No, they don't. It's like one month. One month. October 15th. September already. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, one month. Mark that calendar. Yeah. I can't believe it. You can hear me in my You as as a purple monster. That's right. With... Cool green hair. Woo-hoo. Who knows, man? Maybe in fifty years you'll still be doing that character. Who knows? I mean, who, who knows? Knew, who knew Rosita was gonna last? Uh, I'm, but Carmen does such an amazing job with her. I'm and not saying because because it's bad or anything. I'm just saying that like when that character was introduced, I was like, okay, awesome, cool, Spanish-speaking character, and now that's one, like one of the core Muppet oh, yeah. characters She's or so Sesame important. characters. So yeah, representation, people, representation. Word. So, all right. Well, thank you all so much, and we will see you next Sunday. Okay, goodbye. Bye.